Everybody say can't see him cause the money in the way. Real what's up? WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on Money and Violence, Sex and Drugs. Can positive change come from negative images? That's what we're asking you today. Give us a call, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. On Twitter, follow me at Lisa Evers. Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. Facebook, Lisa Evers Official. And we're taking your comments on my Instagram page at Lisa Evers Live. And you know what? Now is a good time. Text your family and friends. Tell them to tune into Hot 97, 97.1 FM, New York City and Tri-State. And all over the United States, coast to coast, everywhere, they can log on to Hot97.com, listen to the live stream, and you can also listen live on your phone, no matter where you go. Just uh, use the TuneIn and iHeartRadio apps. Now, in this episode, we're debating and discussing the gangster images and lifestyles that are the most popular in our videos and music, and now the wildly successful web series, Money and Violence. You're going to hear from the creator and entrepreneur behind it, who believes he's warning young men and young women about the dangers of the streets and street life and the whole hustle game. You're also going to hear from a real-life gangster turned good guy who's opened a new center to help keep teens off the streets, and two educators and commentators who believe the constant bombardment of gun-toting, drug-dealing, female-disrespecting gangsters is destroying lives, at least some lives, in our communities. So, of course, we want to hear from you at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Do we glorify street life when we show the reality of it? Or are we warning people about the steep price that they will pay? Is it a deterrent? Or is keeping it real, has it just become a self-fulfilling negative prophecy? Give us a call right now, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. 1-800-223-9797. Joining me in studio, you heard him on the morning show, Ebro in the Morning, Moses Verneau. He is the creator and star of the hit YouTube series, Money and Violence. Mo, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. We really appreciate it. And you can also see the story that I did with him and the whole Money and Violence team in Flatbush, Brooklyn. It's on LisaEvers.com, that Fox 5 video. Also with us is Sabrina Thompson. She is the co-founder of Women in Entertainment Empowerment Network. She is a filmmaker and was a high school teacher in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Sabrina, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Also with us is Dr. Tanisha Ford. She's a professor and historian of popular black culture. Dr. Ford, thank you so much for being with us. It's great to be here, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us is Shanduk McFadder. He's the president and founder of GMAC, Gangsters Making Astronomical Community Changes. They just opened a center with the Cure the Violence uh, City Project in Brooklyn. We're going to find out all about that. And of course, your telephone calls at 1-800-223-9797. Mo, I want to start with you on this. And what do you see as the main message of money and violence? Well, um, the main message with money and violence, more than just the um, subject content itself, how it all came about uh, with me deciding to just go with this idea that I had, um, the message is first and foremost that only human hands that can stop you are your own. Uh, It's also to the young men in the community that we can do things other than just rap and play sports. But as far as the content is concerned, um, money and violence actually 
the message behind it is just that regardless of the fact that, you know, we may only have certain things that are available to us and few opportunities that we should still keep certain principles within ourselves. Now, also, I, I just want you to briefly share with people the incredible story. You had never done any filming before that. No, I had never done any filming before. Uh, this is an idea that I came up with in the past. I had written two novels, but I had never published them. And one day, you know, it came to me, the idea to do a film project. And I got a couple of my friends together. And, you know, they believe in me. So we decided to just go on this path and make this happen. And how did you learn all the technical aspects, the editing, the filmmaking, all that? Well, the Internet is a great resource. And everything that I've learned, I've pretty much learned off of the Internet. YouTube tutorials uh, as far as editing. And, with you know, with that, pretty much self-taught through the Internet. Sabrina, now you were a high school teacher in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Yes. You saw some of your students from, you said, between 10th and 11th grade that they just did a 180 in a negative direction. Definitely in a negative direction. You know, you you have these kids... You have to think also like a teenager. They live for the now. They live within increments of two weeks. They can't see beyond that. And, you know, as a teenager, they're very invincible. So when they see, they love shows like First 48, uh, you know, Cops, uh, any type of reality show, sports. And that's all good, but there's no balance. And they're not exposed to more. So they feel like, okay, you know what? I can watch this. I may can get this quick money. I can do X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to get caught because that's not me. You know, so I think oftentimes and, and I had a chance to look at a few episodes of, of Money and Violence and, and I think the story is incredible that he, you know, most did not have a film background, but you know, they're telling their own narrative. However, it's it's like what are you leading with? You know, if you lead with the money and the violence and, and the some of the key principles may get lost because it's so saturated with all the other elements. So the kids this generation, they're not critical thinkers. You know, what you what, what you show them, they will take for face value. And so and I think we're more than one dimensional people. We, we we are so many things in life. But when they're constantly being shown that and not shown what's outside of the four block radius of Brownsville or whatever neighborhood they're in, then it becomes problematic. But Mo, if you had called it something like uh, how to become a successful entrepreneur, would they would you have the same success? Well, people have to realize that um, money and violence is titled money and violence for one, because that's the only two things in this world that people respect our society has become very money driven and it's called money and violence because it's pretty much how america operates either america gives out aid or they get what they want through force which is their military so it's um simplified and put in layman's terms as far as money and violence you know a lot of people think it's called money and violence because it's all about these guys trying to get money and doing violent acts but that's not what the title is about dr ford what about it in terms of capturing the audience well it's definitely the type of title that captures an audience i mean when i was looking at the comments on your youtube channel it seemed like people were having debates you know in the comments about how realistic it was how how much it represented local new york city neighborhoods how much it was like the life that they grew up in and this type of conversation is not necessarily new. I mean, some of the earliest hood, hood-themed films that we think about tend to be mafia films. Um, the first talkie films that came into being in the 
1920s and 30s where people could actually hear people speaking in films and they could hear um, people from immigrant communities who sound like them, who looked like them, represented on screen. That was a big deal for a lot of people. The problem is, particularly for people of African descent in this country, is that the country has been built on this, this narrative that we are inherently violent people. So when we traffic in hood stories, it's not that they that we don't need to get stories from the hood being told, right? It's not that we just need to see a middle-class narrative on screen, but it's that there has to be a certain responsibility in terms of how we do that work. And so for me, growing up, thinking about a film like Menace to Society versus Boys in the Hood, those films were both set in the hood, but they seem to convey a different message Um about hope, about possibility, about the dangers of street violence, I would say, boys in the hood, um, but menace to society in certain ways read as gratuitous violence in a way, you know, so I think that, that we do have a responsibility both to the kids who are part of our communities, um, but also to, to use the media platforms that we have to produce very conscious media content around issues related to violence and drugs. Well, I- I definitely do agree, because uh, when I came up with this idea for this show, it was about much more than entertainment. You know, um, I wanted to put an authentic piece of work out there, and I did not want to compromise the authenticity for the entertainment value. Now, I have, I can't even tell you how many DMs that I receive, messages on social network from guys who might have did jail time that are like, you know what, I wish I had someone like your character Rafe in my life before I went in, because... Maybe I would have made a better decision because watching this show, because I'm still lost to a degree, it gives me so much clarity at times because these are situations that I have actually gone through or I might still be going through. And that they can see the outcome. <clears throat> you're saying yeah, they can, and, and they can see a play out without having to live it out. And it's, and it's more than the outcome because I, the character that I play, Rafe, he's a philosopher to some degree. And... But he, he gets, also pulls a gun and shoots people and yes, tortures people. Yes, he does. He does. And I'm keeping it 100. No, know. no, definitely. But the thing is, the sad part is that that is the reality to some degree. So I have to meet people where they are. People reject what is unfamiliar and they embrace what is. So it's sort of a spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down because... If they don't relate to what they're watching, they're just going to push it away. All right, 1-800-223-9797. Phones are blazing. Shanduke McFadder, you were on the streets. You did your time. Now you're here in the community working with a lot of these youth. What do you think about these messages? Do they show them that what they're doing is you know, going to get them in a lot of trouble and really maybe cost them their lives or... You know, is it just a waste of, does it just glorify it? Now, I, I concur. I mean, when you when you look at the name of my organization, it, it's the same difference. Uh, you know, people have been, you know, ridiculing us because of the state of, why would you advocate for gangsterism? And what we're trying to show them is that there's a message, there's a way to relay that message. You can go to numerous events today. I go all the time and I see events that's supposed to give the message to these kids. And you go to these events, they're slim to none when you're dealing with the youth at these events. Because that doesn't captivate their attention. You got to captivate their attention, and then you got to get the message to them. And how do you capt- How do you find that their message that they that captivates their attention? I mean, to be of them, to understand what they're talking about, to know what that life is like. Right? Once they, once they, like when I when I come and I tell them my history, my story, what I've been through, that I made the change for the community, not because something happened to me, but the fact that is it, it's time for something different. Right? So I got to give them that message. How do I tell them? If I tell them, hey, I'm a good guy that's doing a good thing, they're like, man, get out of here. I don't know what you're talking about. I said, listen, man, I'm, I'm, I'm official. This is what I do. This is where I come from. I know all about anything. I've, I've been told, honestly, 
aside from what you just said, that, yo, I, I'm a characteristic. They think of me as Rafe, right? Because I carry myself in that manner. There's a certain protocol. You show them, no matter what you've been through, there's a way to get out of it. There's a way to do something different. But the message is, like he said, money and violence is all they understand. So you captivate them with what they understand, and then you give them the message. It's, it's, it's sort of like the Trojan horse. But what do you say to people who, who argue that, well, that's just glorifying it. So, so a young person, a teenager, a, a young teen that's maybe on the borderline, you know, like well, staying in school or the streets, and you know how easy it is to get caught up in that. It's, it's pushing them over the edge into the streets. Do you I, buy that? I disagree, because when you look at Minister Sai, you look at Boys in the Hood, there was no messages in those in those flicks. There was none whatsoever. But when you look at the story of money and violence, the brothers tell you, we have a message that we, we want to give you. But a lot of people who got the who got the voices to say, oh, this is no good, they don't come from that. The majority of them don't understand that. They're speaking based on looking on the outside and saying, oh, we're tired of it just like everybody else. But the people who have lived that life, who've been through the prison system, through the selling of the drugs, seeing their friends and family shot dead in the streets, understand that you have to come a different way. You can't use the same method. Every, every child that I talk to, we're not going to save. But guess what? Somebody might watch Money and Violence and say, you know what? I got the message through them. All right, 1-800-223-9797. Let's go to uh, Kiara from Brooklyn. Kiara, hi, you're on Hot 97 Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers, Mo from Money and Violence and our whole panel. What's your question or comment? Hello, how are you? I'm good. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Um, I just want to commend um, Mo. Um, I really want to commend him because I've been watching it for a while. I even had it on my own um, platform and... People have been having great reviews about it, and people are really gravitating towards it. Um, I did want to make a comment that um, I really do feel like it's it's very powerful and it's meaningful for what's going on now, especially with all the violence that's going on. Um, I know personally guys who watched it and, like Ray said, uh, Mo said just now, like, they need an example, a good example, so so that they can... um, Get the picture, you know, and get, the and get picture. the whole picture. Kara, thank you so much for the call. Let's go to uh, Emmanuel from Brooklyn. Emmanuel, Brooklyn calling in strong here on these lines. Emmanuel, go ahead. Um, I would say first of all, the show is amazing. I um, actually watched the show the whole entire series in one day. I, I, I couldn't stop watching it. Um, one thing I want to say is that I feel like Money and Violence it does send a powerful message because you could see it from like as the characters um there was one character that was like in the borderline of joining that life and you know going the right path and you kind of like wanted him to like to go to the right path i feel like money advice it, sh- it gives you like it shows it like the show in itself it gives people like an option to say like all right this is one way you go one way this is the like the consequences and if you go the other way as in like one of the characters, he did go the right way. Um, he had a job. He was a manager and stuff. And you see, like, you know, his life was good. And But when you see, like, the gangster side, you see the consequences, I feel like that shows, like, okay, this is how real life is. You choose the right decisions, you know, you like, you know, you get right stuff happens to you. But I feel like if you go the other way, that's the consequence. All right, Emmanuel, th- thank you very much. What so, about that, So my Sabrina? thing is this. Scarface was 32 years ago, okay? People love... People still watch people it. People still watch it like it's, you know, commercial. And they refer to Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, craziness. You know, the rap songs down. The Wire was 13 years ago, you know. And so we still have these same images. And and granted, I understand that is someone's story that is and it's valid. You know, the story should be told. But the issue is there's certain there's a character Kane, I believe. And granted, I haven't seen the whole series yet. Okay, Um, and well, we have the creator right here. Right. And so, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't hasn't seen it. Um, you know, but. 
you know, the situation with, with his with his child's mother and so forth. Um, granted, I haven't seen it, but like each character, I want to know more about them in, in detail without necessarily the street life. Like I had a chance to talk to you in the green room mm-hmm. and, and you're what people may not know is that you're so much bigger than your character. I'm interested in Mo the person. Why can't that narrative be told? Why is it the story of the kid being told who made it out of the hood, did what he did and came back to give back? Well, you know? this is the so, thing. And I think, I think because enough of that is not told, I think it's not possible. When they're exposed to more... I think they, they'll be they'll be held to a certain level, and okay, they'll, let's they'll let challenge, and they'll we'll go let and do that. I understand, about that. but we also have to understand that right now we're in the first season of Money and Violence. Okay. We're not in the fourth. We're not in the fifth. Mm-hmm. You know. No one has any idea where these characters are going to transition to. You know, this is just the beginning of the story. The first season was just an introduction to each character. Like the gentleman said on the phone, if you go further down into the season, I have a character named Joe. And people Mm. don't understand the subliminal messages that are in this show. The character Joe is the gentleman who has the 9 to 5. He just got promoted to manager. And the truth is, on the show, after he got promoted, he just bought a nice BMW. He's the only person on the show with a car. He's doing better than everybody, you know, in all honesty. And that's a subliminal message that although these guys are on the streets and this guy has a job, he can do better than them. You know, you don't necessarily have to turn to the streets in order to do good in life. You know, and there's even a situation where one of the characters, he's pulling robberies and he tells Joe, Joe, I need you. Like, I need you to drive. I can't take cabs after these robberies. And Joe's like, listen, I don't want to do this. Like... I'm afraid to lose my job. I'm afraid to lose my freedom. And you know, and maybe you might think I'm a coward, but you know what? I'd rather be a free coward than a locked up one. So my thing is, what's the end goal? And you may not necessarily know that. What is the end goal? And how is this bringing fruit fruit to the to our communities? How is this going to help more than it is hurt? Than it will hurt? I believe that this will help because, for one. Through creating dialogues just like this, I want to thank you, Lisa, for providing this for me. Thank you. You know, um, these are things, as much as we may want to sweep them under the rug, that do need to be spoken about. But I don't, I don't, I and don't I, ta- I, I want to I mm-hmm. just interject, too, because because I spent the afternoon with Mo and mm-hmm. with the Money and Violence crew in Flatbush. We were around, walking around the streets in the neighborhood, and the number of people, I've interviewed a lot of people and very high-profile people, the number of people that stopped him every couple of mm-hmm. feet were just like and saying hey big up guys Mm -hmm. this is great what you're doing for us this is great what you're doing for the neighborhood like they feel like he's a voice so what for for what they're for what they're going through i think that we're too critical on ourselves Uh, you know when this when it's something that we're not comfortable with we we quick to shoot at it and not give it a chance because as i hear you um with your questioning you're not he, like you said, we're in the first season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm, I'm saying? We, I'm not even part of my environment. But <laughs> hey, baby, you never now. know, right? Right. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's it's premature. You got you got let you got let the message build out. You got to start with something. You got to get to that. So and what the about thing, the kid that's in, sitting used to sit in my classroom? Four of my students have federal charges, one of which is in the Bobby Schmurder whole okay. situation. And shout out to Bobby they, they're not going to get to the second and third and the fourth season. Hey, you, you know, can't and, save and, everybody. Since you got to, you got to take. Listen, I, you got to get to. You got to get. Hold on, let me finish what I'm saying. So you're saying 16 or 17, and they got right, federal charges. You, what, yeah. Listen, what you, you now? Now what you got is you got a person who creates something that becomes a voice, right? Now what we what we have to do is, is stop taking the popularity and giving it to people who are not going to speak that voice and speak that message. And that's what he's changing now. He's saying. Okay, 
okay, just like I'm doing. He's taking control. He's entrepreneur. Right. He's the one that's writing he said, it. He's the one that's producing it. He's the one that's controlling the narrative. But Dr. Ford, is there a double standard here? Because when we're talking about black pop popular culture, whether it's hip hop, whether it's popular web series like Money and Violence, there's always this expectation, well, you have to present a certain image. But I don't see that in the quote unquote mainstream culture. No, whether it's, we don't see that about that. Ra- uh, rock music. We don't see that with the mainstream Hollywood movies where there's unbelievable amounts of killing and when a, a Columbine or a Newtown happens, we don't see people going, well, is this in our responsible, you know, responsibility of the filmmakers? Right. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, or is there a difference? Legitimate. Is always criminalized in this society. We're already presumed criminal before we open our mouth, when we walk in the room, etc. Every black person in this room has experienced that, that type of racial profiling, especially in a city like New York where it's, we're under a heavy police state, right? So there is a way, again, I'm not saying that we don't need to have stories mm-hmm. from people in our communities, people who look like us, narratives that are familiar to us. I definitely think we need to have those stories told. But do you think this is like the, fir- like the first generation, really, of these entrepreneurs, of these, these self, you know, self-starting media moguls? Like Mo is on the process of becoming where they're controlling the dialogue, they're controlling the narrative. Well, I mean, Isn't I that a positive thing instead of having somebody else tell the story outside of the community? We definitely want to have the means of production within our own community to tell the narratives that we have. But like I said, I do think that there is a, a huge responsibility that comes along with that type of platform. Um, and I think that, you know, social media, to even understand how to create a YouTube series, that's something that we're still figuring out. This well, is he still fi- relatively he fi- new media. New territory. Know? And he figured he figured it out. Let me take a couple of phone calls here. Let's go to uh, Deshaun from New Jersey. Deshaun, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, how you guys doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's Good morning. Going, Deshaun? All right. Uh, I mean, I just wanted to touch up a little bit. I mean, I basically have uh, my own personal thought on this. And, um, you know, I kind of, um, I kind of see it as, you know, me, this day and age of how the youth is grabbing onto the media and the social attention and how they're actually pushing towards it. I mean, a lot of media, it has, like, the way they portray the violence and just the way of living, a social living, a lot of um, a lot of the younger crowd, you're always seeing that push towards it because it seems like the media always pushes towards something negative. You know, it's not like how back in the 90s and back in the 80s where you would say something and there's always somebody in your family that probably had some type of way to explain it to give you, uh, like, you know, a base experience because they went hand in, first hand in at it. Whereas if they're seeing it now and it seems like, okay, you know what, it seems like it's okay. But in reality, it's not being pushed as, like, you know, this is not what you should be doing. You know, okay, you should, you Deshaun, you're, you're raising a good point. Um, let's go to uh, let's go to Davis from Connecticut right now. Uh, Davis, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. Good I'm morning. a fan of the show, fan Thank of the you. web series. Thank you. Um, my my question is, well, it's a concern, but, like, I think it all starts with the family, like, the, the kids' family. You start at a young age, you have, like, uh, classes for the parents, teach them how to, like, be an example for the kids and always having a communication with their kids and basically teaching them how to live a, a safe and a good life, you know, when you're, when, when parents are working nine to fives or... Like all day, they don't see the kids till nighttime, or they don't spend enough time with the kids. 
the kids are more susceptible to do things that are that not. Okay, Davis, you're right. You're right. You're raising a good point, Shanduk. What about that with the with the with the teens? Is it the parents? If the if the parents are working or the parents are not there, but then there's you know there's there's plenty of people on the streets that want to get at them. And and that's that's what I talk about and I deal with every day. Um, you know, there, I've been in incidents at Barclays Center with. Uh, 50 to 100 kids fighting with the police department, Kings Plaza, and, and they're no parents. These parents don't even know what their kids are doing. So, you know, you got to ask where the parents are stepping up at. How do you pay attention to your child? Sometimes you got to take that time out the day and say, you know what, I'm going to take a couple hours off of work to see what's happening to my kids after school. But when you look, when you, when you look at what's happening, they're outside of the home and they're getting the media attention. They got the Facebook, they got the social media, and this is the same negative message that they're getting from the same places. So if that's where they gravitate to to get the message, you got to give them the other message from that same direction. All right. You know, what I, what I also think is, um, as far as the children are concerned, I think that we're focusing on the wrong things. We're focusing on what the kids are doing, but we're, what we're not focusing on is their principles and value system. If you build up a child's value system and principles, no matter what situation you place them in, they will act accordingly in how they are supposed to. So I think we're so concerned, oh, the kids, they're not going to school. The ki- but, okay, the kid is going to school. But what is the child's principles? What are they loyal to? What is their value system? What and is- And this is what... Money and violence, we're teaching a value system. We're teaching the principles of loyalty, being true to yourself, not following the crowd just because the crowd is jumping off the bridge. That. All right, we need to take a break. Uh, we're going to get to your phone calls. E, De Niro, Kenneth, everyone else that's on hold, 1-800-223-9797. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, at Lisa Evers on Twitter, at Lisa Evers Live on Instagram. You can post your comments on my Instagram page. We're talking about money, violence, sex, and drugs. Which messages are getting through? Can positive change and positive lessons come from negative messages or is it really all up to the individual value system as some of our guests are saying 1-800-223-9797 and make sure you listen every hour this weekend to win tickets to see j cole and big sean with special guests yg and jeremiah this summer in the tri-state i feel so blessed we'll be right back Hey, Michelle is dating Nicki Minaj's ex, Safari. If this is true, cancel Mayweather Pacquiao. Those two will look like flailing little bitches compared to the fight that Nicki Minaj and Kay Michelle could have. I'm talking about take earrings off, take weaves out, <laughs> take asses off, do everything. <laughs> A little dysfunction. A lot of fun. Ebro in the morning with Laurel Styles and Rosenberg. Word. Hot 97. With hip-hop lyrics. Like the taste of fresh apples? Try an Angry Orchard hard cider. At Angry Orchard, we believe in tradition. That's why we use apples from a 100-year-old orchard. It takes two apples to make each bottle of Angry Orchard. So raise a glass to a time when apples were best served in a pint glass. Angry Orchard. When you're looking for something a little different. Crisp, refreshing, and not too sweet. Just like me. Angry Orchard Hard Cider. Branch out. Angry Orchard Cider Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Drink responsibly. Hey, are you all set for your fishing trip? Mm-hmm. Did you pack the beer? Um. Wait, is that some twisted tea I see in the back of the car? Come on, twisted tea. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> twisted tea, realized tea taste with a cake. I don't know. One of the guys must have snuck it in there. Oh, come on. <laughs> I bet you're craving the realized tea taste of twisted tea. I know. It's so refreshing. It is. It's so smooth. It's pretty smooth. But if you want me to take it out. Uh, hold on to it. Uh, we might have one or, or several. <laughs> twisted tea. Realized 
Cheers to your taste with a cake. Felicity Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Drink responsibly. Last season was Mary Mary's test of faith. My husband wasn't faithful to me. I just don't understand. But this season, they'll need a higher power. Are you serious? Why am I just finding out about this? New revelations. I have never felt such betrayal. Will push them to the edge. It's too much. Something's got to give. I'm going to kill somebody. The new season of Mary Mary will blow you away. Premieres Thursday at 10, only on WeTV. Attention homeowners, are you tired of fighting with your mortgage bank for a loan modification? Do you fear losing your home? Have you been taken advantage of a loan modification company? Banks are modifying loans every day, but they will not help you unless you meet their guidelines. Don't let your mortgage company keep giving you the runaround. Take action now. Let the fine law offices fight to get you the lowest possible monthly payment. The fine law offices have helped thousands of your neighbors lower their monthly mortgage and save their homes. If you're behind on your mortgage and need help now, call one 800 513-1923. That's 1-800-513-1923. The fine law offices have been in business for over 40 years with an A-plus reputation, and they won't let your bank push you around. If you need help with your mortgage, the time to fight is now. Call the fine law offices at 1-800-513-1923. Banks have attorneys, so should you. Call the fine law offices at 1-800-513-1923 or visit them online at Fine Law Office. Would you wait several days for your shower to get hot? Would you wait several days to feel the full effect of relief from your nasal congestion? Flonase Allergy Relief Nasal Spray could take that long. But if you're congested now and you want powerful relief now, use Afrin No-Drip. Afrin starts working in seconds and keeps working for 12 hours. So why wait several days to feel the full effect? You can start to get relief in seconds with Afrin. Afrin, powerful congestion relief without the wait. Use as directed. You are someone who doesn't compromise, and you're never willing to settle. So why are you wearing glasses with just any progressive lenses? See the difference with Verilux, the number one progressive lens brand. And enjoy sharp vision and smooth transitions at any distance. Verilux is the only progressive lens brand with lenses designed using wave technology. Ask your eye care professional about Verilux and never compromise your vision. If your car shakes, rattles, and barely rolls, trade it in. John Loman here from Loman Auto Sales in Woodbridge, New Jersey. This week, I'll give you up to $5,400 more than your trade-in is worth. Save, save, save up to 50% off original MSRP on 2014 pre-owned vehicles. Get interest rates as low, low, low as 1.9%. Listen to this. To help you get approved today, I'll say yes, 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 and double your down payment up to $5,000. Even if your credit is wrecked, ruined, bruised, battered, or bankrupt, or you have no credit. Don't worry. My banks and lenders look at you, 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 not your credit score. That's right. You, not your credit score. And my goal is 100% auto credit approval. This week, let's put together a low payment plan that gets you into the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams. Everybody drives. I'm John Loman, and I'm a dealer for the people. Only at Loman Auto Sales in Woodbridge, New Jersey. For a hot VIP appointment, call 888-928-5189. That's 888-928-5189. 
Yo, what up? It's a game, and it's the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. That's right, Hot 97. I'm Lisa Evers at Lisa Evers on Twitter, Lisa Evers Live on Instagram, and of course, your phone calls 1 800 223 9797. And we are talking about money, violence, sex, and drugs. You've probably seen the hit series, web YouTube series called Money and Violence. The creator and founder, Moses Verneau, aka Rafe, in the series, is here with us live in studio. We also have Sabrina Thompson. She's a former high school teacher in Brownsville, Brooklyn, one of the co-founders of Women in Entertainment Empowerment Network. She's a filmmaker. Also with us, Dr. Tanisha Ford. She's a professor and historian of popular black culture. Shanduke McFadder, president and founder of GMAC. Gangsters making astronomical community changes. And he's just opened up a new center in Brooklyn uh, in association with the city's Cure the Violence project. And we're taking your telephone calls. Let's go to uh, E from Fort Greene right now and see what he has to say. E, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Yes, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Peace and blessings to everyone. Thank you, you too. Uh, Yes, Uh, first off, I want to say I commend you, Lisa Evans, for everything you do. I listen to you every morning. Well, thank Uh, you. I want to commend Mo. Uh, I never never watch Money and Violence. I just hear about it through the streets. Uh, I come from uh, Fort Greene Projects. We have kids in the crossfire that we working on right now. Meaningful for the kids, you know, you know, the people that the young people, brothers and sisters who got killed in the crossfire. Um my 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 attentions <clears throat> excuse me to the show is is showing is I mean the showing of the show is, is is right and then I look at it as wrong. And when I say wrong because it show it shows it shows the negativity of, of us being who we are as people. You know, and some things, some things that we do, we need to we need to give a different message out to the young youth because they take they take certain situations, like they look at money and violence, and then they look at their friend, and then they sit there and try to put, portray this movie. You know, you know, every 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 child needs, like he said, you need a, a parent to teach their child. TV is teaching your child. You know, in certain situations, we need to... Well, we even, to a lot, uh, even a lot more with these videos and also with the music. E, I want to thank you very much for the, uh, you know, for the phone call and good, and, and good luck working with the the, uh, the youth there with that Stop the Violence effort and the, the people caught in the crossfire. Let's go to um, Hannah from New Jersey right now. Hannah, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hamza? Yes, Hamza. Okay, Hamza. I'm here. I'm sorry about that. You're, right? on, you're on the air. How Go right, right ahead. Uh Peace to everybody in the room. Peace. Um, Peace to you. Yes. I love you all, you guys' children. Um, the, the thing, my topic, uh, what I'm saying is I, I commend the brother for doing what he's doing. I commend the sisters there for doing what they're doing. Our problem is at the top level of government. We, we, we're trickling it down to Mo, and he's just trying to create something in a path that he's in, trying to show you his, 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 what he sees every day. But it starts at the top you know, uh, uh, of our political spectrum, and they, and they suppress us into situations where we're, we're trying to, to get what we see every day, what, what we see, uh, you know, the LeBron James and the 50 Cents and all those guys, and we're trying to get to that. But nobody is dealing with the issues at the street level. 
No one's giving these kids opportunities to be successful in school. Okay, well, I think, Hamza... They they don't get breakfast in the morning. Well, Hamza, wait, 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 hold up. You're making a a lot of statements, and I I mean, I know know for a fact there are people, a lot of people doing a lot of good Mm -hmm. things out there on the streets. In fact, I'm I'm out here. That's what what we do. We just opened up a a site in in East Flatbush, uh, Kings Highway and Church Avenue. Um, and this is Shondu from GMAC. And that's what we do. We create resources for these kids. We sit down and we show them there's other ways to survive without doing without doing crimes. I haven't done a crime in over seven years. I don't I don't I don't live in the street life no more. And I'm and I'm okay. I don't I don't suffer to pay my bills. I'm not hurting to hurt nobody. And it's a fact. They need a different way. And there's people out here that is actually doing the work. If you pay more attention, the people pay more attention and stop glamorizing the nonsense and focus on the people that are doing things and opening up doors in a different method, then we'll reach those voices of those youth that we're working to help. Prime example. He's doing great work. Tons of people doing great work. It is, and I'm not saying Mo's, uh, you know, show is not valid, but when it's oversaturated, he gets lost. His work gets lost. So going back to the the principles of kids and loyalty, what what is that? You know, who are they at the core? Who are we at the core as a generation where we have dropped the ball? Where's our loyalty to read to these kids? Where's our loyalty to to be bear, better parents, to stay with a, a, a person and to show there is a mom and a dad in the house? Where's our loyalty to not have kids, you know, running around the street, to go to your parent-teacher conference anytime where it, it is it is insane. If people don't even know the half of the school system when lists, smut lists are going around saying who gives the best oral sex? Top ten list. The kid, the kids in my class, the girls, they're not. They're not mad that they're on the list. They're mad because they're not number one. And I'm just like, are you serious? So it's sort of like, but they're trying to emulate. Hey, I want to have the big butt. I want to have this, that, and other, because so that it gets the attention of these guys, you know. So because, and I'm not saying, and I listen to all types of crazy music and listen to and, and saw all types of crazy things on television. However, I had a balance. We have. A generation that's grown up in, in plenty of single parent households and there are plenty of great kids that come from single parent households however there is not enough guidance and these kids go to media to actually get guidance they're and being raised by the media as yes, well. and, and, it's, and what you're it's a saying. huge problem and if um I know that you haven't watched the entire season. Mm-hmm. If you watch the entire first season of Money and Violence, you'll see that our female cast is not exploited at all. Not one booty shot, not any of that. And the reason being is this was something that from the beginning I said, I'm not hearing that. Like, I'm, I have a daughter. You mm-hmm. understand? And I'm not going to do to these women what I wouldn't want someone to do to my child. So there are no sex scenes. There, there, None of that. And it's no mainly, ratchet, none of this ratchetness. None, none of that ratchetness. So, ratchetness. so on top of that, just as a woman who, you know, I really fight for the, the rights of other <clears> women. <throat> if we see enough of these images of, of black men perhaps in the street, and I know a t- completely different narrative um, that, that is never shown. How will we still, how will we, how will I continue to see black men if all of I, I see that they're in the streets, they're doing different drugs, they're selling drugs, they're, they're robbing people. However, at the end of the day, they may have a good heart, but this is what they're doing, see? you know? And so I don't want, because because as black men, y'all are so much more than this. And we don't get that narrative. We It, it is so saturated about other things. So it is our responsibility as grown black people that has the means to tell the story to 
This is so sí. played out. We we have to grow as black people. You think but it's what, just the same old, same old over what, what we have to What's understand is change does not occur overnight. It's it doesn't go like, from zero to 100. You have a character like Rafe, okay, who, okay, he does this, he does robberies, and he's this street guy. But you have this guy that when he interacts with the female who is his love interest is a complete gentleman. There is a message that needs to be sent one piece at a time. You're not going to get kids to make a full change overnight. I get it, that. But and this is step by step. Maybe the first step is to teach them that real doesn't mean that you have to be ignorant. Real means that, okay, you can do what you do, but you can still be a gentleman. Maybe next season, Rafe will entertain going into business and taking this money that he's made on the streets and, 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 and doing something positive with it. So what I'm saying is, this is the first season for one, and for two, change does not occur overnight. You have to ease people in. You have to pull them in before you pull them out. All right. If, no, go ahead. Finish your point. Yeah, if you, if, if you have 500 people running in one direction and you stand in front of them and say, hey, turn the up, you're going to get trampled. But if you mm-hmm. get into that crowd and you start whispering in each person's ear, little by little, you can change their course of direction. All right. I've seen that on the streets with, with protests. Fact. Let's go to Misty from Queens. Uh, Misty, hi. You're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi. Um, I was calling and I wanted to ask, why is it that we blame what's on television for what's going on in the urban community. But when we watch shows like Breaking Bad and Sons of, Arnac- um, Sons of Anarchy, we don't blame that for the violence that's happening in the suburbs also. I'm not responsible for their narrative. All right, all, all right. Good, good. <laughs> Dr. All. Ford, what about that? Well, I mean, I think that, yeah, this is a conversation that we could continue to have, but I want to center this conversation in the black community. Okay, and I yes. think that the difficulty here is, it's how do we tell these complex narratives? Because... Life is complex. How do we tell that in a platform of YouTube? I think that that, for me, becomes a difficult platform because The Wire, I think, was one of the smartest shows that's been on TV of this generation, right? Right. Dealing with crime, showing us the multiple um, vantage points, multiple facets of life. It was a really complex show, but unfortunately, it was on HBO. So that meant you had to have cable to even be able to watch the show, which I think was a travesty. But I think YouTube provides an instant platform that a lot of people can access, even on their smartphone, if they don't have internet connection at home. But the problem is, is so much of the complexity gets flattened out when we're watching this in segments of 18 to 20 minutes, even as a storyteller, as a filmmaker, there's only so much you can do in that small But isn't bit. that every media? I mean, I have to tell a news story in two minutes or less. Right. Like but, a comp- but, you have to pick certain things and, 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 and put that's that what in. happens. You end up picking certain things mm-hmm. and certain things get overemphasized in the narrative and other things get but lost. Mo, Mo, Mo is a filmmaker. saying I, oh. about this, like when I watch the show, some of the things I'm like, oh, that didn't even, that didn't jump out to me. In that 18 minute or 20 minute bit that I saw, it wasn't the values and the principles. It was, it was a set of principles. It was a hood set you know, of principles, right? You, know you get your fingers chopped off if you don't cough up the information, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it's, it becomes difficult to distill these complex narratives into these 20-minute bits. But and I know, think that, that, what, that what people are watching over their phones, for example. You know what's, Mo, what about that? You know what's great? What's great is that the show is not what becomes the role model. I'm what becomes the role model. Back. So when I sit in these interviews and I speak, I do not... 
spew that ignorance. But, the, but how, many, how, how many students people or people don't you. see this interview? I'm not talking know? about just this interview. I mean, I have 43,000 people that follow me on social networks. Sure. And mm-hmm. if you follow me on these social networks, everything that I speak is positive. 43,000 versus like one, what, what the premiere episode of the season the, got take, like 400,000 400, views. effect of what the brother is saying. No, it's not taking away the effect. I'm just asking. He's the voice. The show ain't the voice. He's the voice. He's the creator of the show. He's the voice. But the show gets viewed by more people. Matter. We keep going to the we go we go to, to the him. minor stuff and not the major fact. That's, that's not the voice. Minor. He know, he now not now now, now would you prefer would you prefer I make a show about doctor? Wait, let me finish. Would you prefer that I make a show about doctors or lawyers that doesn't penetrate? I did not say yeah, that. No, no. no listen, understand, understand, understand. These narratives. What I all I was simply saying mm-hmm. is that YouTube becomes a particular type of medium that it becomes difficult to get into the complexities of the narratives that you're trying to tell. Versus if we were watching this in yes. a longer form medium, um, say a, a, a one hour long TV show that had a different type of, of production value where the narrative where we're getting no. more of the inter- interiority that, of that, people's that lives and experiences. That, that isn't necessary. So that's what I'm saying. I'm just looking at it as a, a sheer for the sheer artistic quality and how difficult it can be to tell complex narratives. But he did this with no. But, but the fact is, he did this with no no real budget on his own, educated himself, and wasn't beholden to and some I, investor. And I think that that I think wasn't that beholden those, to some investor who's telling them what to say. Efforts of it are brilliant. I, I, I agree I with that. that but great. The, the thing is, this. I'm just so, saying. Before I used to be a, a, a teacher, I was. Uh, TV producer for Court Television Network, and I dealt with the homicides and molestations, and you name it. A lot of the anchors were actually consultants for The Wire and for you know Law and Order and all of this stuff. So those writers for these shows, the, the shows that we love, you know, they had the end in mind three years ago for lots of times, you know, and then they work backwards. And so, like she said, the longer platform, just thinking of it in its totality, where is this going? And there's a, there's an art to both of it, to, to, to working backwards and also week by week. There's, there's an art to both of it, but it is actually your end goal. At the end of the day, what do you want this show? Who do you want it to help? How do you want it be to be betrayed? And at the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, what do you want to be remembered for in the message? Okay, but Sabrina, the, but there's also an organic creative process sure, that happens sure. too, where you start out with something and then it grows. And, and this is the first season. It, it's, this, this show mm-hmm. has exploded, unlike yeah. a few things that we've seen in the last couple of years. And, and I wish this brother success. Trust me, I do, because... What I wish is that he does get on the larger platform, the, the HBOs and the CBSs, whatever. Well, I think with you know? those kind of numbers, and, he will. Of course. My thing is just is that I wish once he gets there to make sure the vision is broadened, that different story. So maybe, maybe well, there, I think that's there is what he's a saying. love story. That's between, clear. Between that's clear. King. I'm listening to the broad. This man the first time. I'm listening to him. I, all I need to do is hear what somebody say. Choice okay. of character. That character says, and I'm, I'm the person who created it. I already know where I'm going. I can support him 100% because I can hear his voice. He's not here He's not here talking crazy out of his mouth about, yeah, this is where it's at. This is what I'm doing. I don't care. Nobody. He's saying, I got a message, and let me get to that. I That's wish you were. about that? Let me, get, let me let Mo speak, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll also say that the success, the success of the show is mainly because I did meet people where they are, and it's because I'm showing their reality. So they're like, wow, this is the first time that I've seen my life on screen. You know, um, the character Rafe, who is one of the, the strongest characters on the show, in the end of the season, not to give it up, but okay, something really misfortunate occurs to him, and that's to show that he's not invincible. And that's to show that although things were going great in a split second, everything can mm-hmm. change. You know, this is, this is 
an authentic depiction of what goes on in these streets. And I'm, I'm sorry, some people may look at it as negative, but the truth is, this is reality. And I'm not trying to get into the negative or positive of it. What I'm saying is that that's social subjective. media platforms right. have created new modes to view and consume black experiences. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying I think that we're still learning what that platform is and how to tell a complex narrative using a social media platform like YouTube, where it is designed to be like a serial, you know, and how it's consumed, mm-hmm. right? We consume this differently than we would consume the wire or even a show like breaking I don't, bad i don't, I don't, I don't know don't if think we do so. it that differently from the wire but we couldn't watch the wire on our cell phone right we couldn't we oh couldn't, i see what you're saying okay right. it's a different it's not like medium. right there in your life it's like yeah, something you said all you right know? let's go let's take some phone calls let's go to c from brooklyn i understand what you're saying thank you um c from brooklyn hi you're on hot 97 go right ahead hi um good morning everyone good morning uh my my main concern, or excuse me, my main point in calling this morning was Rafe, or Mo, excuse me, you're the voice for East Flatbush right now. You understand? You're the voice yes. for Brooklyn. And you, you, the problem is what where I'm here to sort of bridge the gap is that what Rafe is doing is bringing the message, bringing a voice for a set of people that have no voice. He's not only bringing a voice, he's doing it in, in what's new to people in an articulate way. And being, and being that, it's a, it, like he said, it's the first time that the show is really out there, I think that after, as the show progresses, the more positive message that you want to be depicted through the show will show itself. Okay, I let's see. That, okay, go right. ahead. Fin- finish up I there. Just, see, I'm sorry. I just think that, you know, through through a little bit of time and patience exercised through us, I... Oops, okay. What, what do you think about what he's saying? The, the natural evolution is going to take place. Yeah, I mean, there is an evolution that's going to take place because if you look at the characters from the beginning of the first season to the end, there's huge transitions that are taking place within these characters through these mistakes that they make on the streets. Um, that's how they learn. You know, and as the audience goes through these things with them, they come to understand why these characters change. All right, let's go to uh, Temp from Queens. Temp, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Yeah, um, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, Moses and one of the other callers stated the TV raises kids. I totally agree. But I'd rather my son hear race speak than a lot of these people hmm. that you see on TV. It's crazy. At the same time, watching Money and Violence, it's like Moses' character almost becomes the missing father figure voice to a lot of misguided people, whether they're young, old, reflecting back just hearing things we're seeing mistakes they made in their life and it's serious you know and the character is more of an intellectual in the community it's changing a lot of people a lot of people are starting to speak better a lot of people are starting to give advice that they never gave before or seeing life in a different way you know and it, it, it just needs to get bigger and i just feel like i hope it doesn't well i know you know, that's not going to get, the soul won't get show, like sold and the message is born. Because I see the foundation is the message. So I just salute y'all. And I wish y'all great success. <clears throat> All right, thank you very much. Um, thank you, Temp. And also, he was speaking also to to uh, Dr. Ford's point, your f- point that these shows are on your phone, that they're with you all the time. So it's a more pervasive influence. 
than it would be in the past where you had to actually be at a TV. Right. And, 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 and I can totally understand why people are feeling like, you know, you're the voice for us. Right. We, we, we want to have our voice represented. I think that that is powerful. I do think that we need to have the voices of the people on the margins and the margins of the margins represented in media. And I think that part of the positive of, of what social media can offer is that we can get those narratives Greenlit, right? We can see programming that is about us reflected. I just am cautiously thinking about what would it mean for us to consume those images in that way and that in storytelling. How do we have to create stories to fit that platform? So I will be interested to keep following the show to see how it develops. Because one thing I did like was when you had the scene between the two women and they were talking about intimate partner violence. Uh-huh. I thought that there were some possibilities for some really rich dialogue around that and around a narrative that wasn't centered on the male hustlers and the gangsters and how they see women as beneficial to catch the big fish that they're trying to mm-hmm. take down or whatever. Um, but that was a moment that was so fleeting. Then you had to right. jump to but, another you know, script element you know, to move past it. And so I would have loved to see that be fuller and richer because there are a lot of girls who want to have their story to reflect that. Going through that whole thing. Ever you're was you're such absolutely a right, but you know, you know why I can honestly say that um, I don't have a problem with the show? Because my daughter's 11, mm-hmm. and I allow my daughter to watch it. And we have dialogues all the time about things that go on in the show. And my child is someone that I raise. I, I'm very careful with how I raise my child. And if I can honestly say that I would let my own, but... She does have an advantage because of the fact that she does have a father there that will sit there with her and have a dialogue and communicate. And give her that, that presence. Yes, and, and give her that presence and put it all in perspective for her. So I do think it's more than what's on media. I think that we also do have to hold the parents responsible. And that's what some of the callers did, which I wish we could have gotten to the call. Shane, Mark, De Niro, Gianna, Dana, everyone else that's on hold and been trying to get through on the phone lines. I'm sorry. We are out of time. TJ's giving me that sideways, looking at me sideways here. I mean, it's, uh, it's time to get off. TT Torres, the one and only, coming up right after us. I want to thank all of our guests. Uh, Mo Verneau, Moses Verneau, the creator and star of the hit YouTube series Money and Violence. He plays Rafe. Sabrina Thompson, Women and Entertainment Empowerment Network and filmmaker, Dr. Tanisha Ford, a historian, popular black culture, and Shanduk McFadder, president and founder of GMAC, doing the work there in the community. And um, I want to thank you all so very, very much. Thank you for having for, us. For being with us. We really appreciate it. Also got to say a special shout out to Yanni from Cloud9 TV, mm-hmm. most production company, helping us uh, get everything going with the Fox 5 story, with a Hot 97 show here, and uh, helping get the word out. Also, big Shout out to Q from World Star Hip Hop. Um, there's an interview with him exclusive. You can see on LisaEvers.com. And I want to uh, thank our whole crew here at Hot 97, our general manager, Dion Levingston, program director, P.O. Farrell, music director, T.T. Torres, our digital director, Jeffrey Thacker, um, our behind-the-scenes support, all the support we get from everybody here at the station, my Street Soldiers team, executive producer, Tone Capone, board op and digital director, T, uh, the one and only TJ, production assistance from Rose D, and help today with from Charisma. So I want to thank you all for your help. 
Twitter at Lisa Evers, Instagram at Lisa Evers Live. Lisa Evers Official on Facebook. It's real simple. Check out all our Street Soldiers episodes. You can hear this show again if you want to listen to it again with your kids and have a dialogue about it. It's PG rated. Um, on LisaEvers.com. That's where you can find my Fox 5 videos as well, too. We're going to have a real special story coming up for you on the Fox 5 News at 10 this Wednesday, right after Empire. Um, you want to be a part of this show, contact my executive producer, Tone Capone. Tone, the number four real at gmail.com that's tone the number four real at gmail.com and uh, have a great week remember use your mind it's your best weapon i hope it's your only weapon and i hope winter will soon be over i'm lisa evers <laughs> push for peace what are y'all this is jay cole big sean man give up you gotta listen to Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg every hour this week from 6 to 10 to win tickets to see J. Cole and Big Sean. Ha! Hey, Joe! That's why I want you to drop that day down to Jay Cole and Big Sean with special guests YG and Jeremiah. August 3rd at PNC Bank Art Center and August 4th at The Guard. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Black Violin. An effortless blend of hip-hop, classical, rock, and R&B. Black Violin. Black Violin. See him live at the Concert Hall, West 64th Street. One night only, Saturday, March 7th. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Black Violin. You don't compromise. I can't read the menu with these glasses. And you never settle. Maybe if I move my arms farther away? Farther? Farther? So why are you wearing glasses with just any progressive lenses? See the difference with Verilux and enjoy sharp vision and smooth transitions at any distance. Verilux is the only progressive lens brand with lenses designed using Wave technology. Ask your eye care professional for Verilux and never compromise your vision. How strong is Allegra D? It's my congestion's out of my way strong. Even in the park, playing with my dogs. Go fetch, Bosley. Allegra D, a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine plus a powerful decongestant that starts relieving your toughest allergy symptoms in under one hour. Allegra D is breathing free for 24 hours strong, even in the convertible. Allegra D, strong relief for your allergy symptoms. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. Use only as directed. Got a vehicle you don't need? Well, we've got the cash you do need. At QuickCashForWheels.com, we're desperately in need of used cars for export all over the world. It doesn't matter how old it is. It doesn't matter how much mileage it has. If you want to get rid of it, we want to give you cash for it. And we're willing to beat any legitimate written offer you get for it. QuickCashForWheels.com. We'll pay you top dollar even if you're leasing it or still paying it off. Cars, trucks, SUVs. We want them, and we want them now. Go to QuickCashForWheels.com. For wheels.com or call us toll free at 1 888 326 2567. That's 888 326 2567. Think about what that cash can do for you. It can help you get out of debt, pay for a vacation, or even serve as a down payment for a new set of wheels. Give us your vehicle. Take our money, please. Go to quickcashforwheels.com or call 1 888 326 2567. That's 888 326 2567. 
Last season was Mary Mary's test of faith. My husband wasn't faithful to me. I just don't understand. But this season, they'll need a higher power. Are you serious? Why am I just finding out about this? New revelations. I have never felt such betrayal. Will push them to the edge. It's too much. Something's gotta give. I'm gonna kill somebody. The new season of Mary Mary will blow you away. Premieres Thursday at 10, only on WeTV. Rush to Macy's Hot Ticket Sale. Save 40 to 80% on fashion and home clearance items. Clearance handbags and shoes, 50 to 75% off. Buy one bra, get the second for $5. Save 30 to 50% on select fine jewelry. And take 30% off select kitchen electrics. Plus, use your Macy's card or savings pass for an extra 20 or 15% off. Right now at Macy's. Savings off select sale and clearance prices exclusions apply. Hi, I'm snowboarder, actress, and TV personality Amy Purdy. You may remember me from TV's Dancing with the Stars. When I was 19, I contracted meningococcal meningitis and nearly lost my life. Today, I want you to learn from my experiences. That's why I've partnered with Pfizer to help raise awareness about this uncommon but potentially deadly illness. Get involved at TakeActionAgainstMeningitis.com and pledge to help protect yourself and your loved ones from meningococcal meningitis. Visit TakeActionAgainstMeningitis.com to learn more. Hey, Dan. How's the day going so far? My day couldn't be better. You pull up less than three minutes after I open my lift app, and how do you greet me? With a kind hello? Just delightful. Uh, great. Care for a cookie? <laughs> a cookie? A cookie? A chocolate chip cookie? You know, I'd love one. Sure. Hey, let me ask you something. How did you know I love this song? I mean, come on, it's the Cold War kids. Everybody loves them. Who taught this guy how to merge? That was a fantastic merge! 